Hello everyone. In today's um, episode of um, Mental Health Awakening, um, me and host Angela are joined with the great Sherry, who uh, has, um, in today's topic, we're going to be speaking about your credit health and mental wealth. Um, it's, it's going to be really interesting to hear about today. Um, so Angela, if you want to do your introduction and then Sherry, if you can do yours. Hello, hello from the United States or wherever you are. We are here to talk about a great topic, credit and mental wealth. Again, I'm Angela Jackson, the face of the Jackson Impact. You will get to know me and see me as the host for Mental Health Awakening. Welcome. All right, so I am Sherry Weekly. Um, I am a single mom, divorcee. I have a 14 year old son. Um, I love, I have all kinds of hobbies, you know, church, singing, um, shopping, cooking, hanging with family and friends, but I'm most passionate about helping others. And so I have the privilege of helping others um, as a financial consultant. Um, and I use the services of United Credit Education to assist my clients with uh, restoring their credit and, and also just becoming financially literate. Um, so it's a pleasure to be able to do that. And I, I think it's the, the best decision I ever made um, to be able to help people move forward and change lives. Wonderful. Yeah, I think that's great, Sherry. That um, but like, because I know you're talking about it, like, this is gonna be your your first podcast, and I know you was a little bit nervous and looking forward to it. So it's gonna be it's gonna be great hearing about it. Um, like uh, especially like with money and and like wealth, because me um personally, I'm not the best with money, <laughs> like um arranging it all and stuff like that. So um, it's gonna be interesting to hear about the stuff you do and interest as well. Um. So, um, like, how, how do you want to start off? Like, what topic, uh, what, within your topic, what would you like to begin to start us off? Well, just, just let me say, you know, I do, um, you know, have some, some information I want to share, just the state of where we are as a nation and as far as our finances and our credit goals. So I have a few notes here. I just wanna make sure I didn't miss anything. So just let me share this. Um, first, I'll say, I know many of us know how student loan debt is so um, you know, enormous right now. So we start off you know, with student loan debt is, is higher than all automotive car loans uh, debt in the country, higher than all credit card debt, and almost larger than the both of them combined. So, you know, we have student loan debt was at $1.7 trillion um, right now. So, you know, when I, and that's not all, but that is the, that's the biggest um, part of debt that we are facing right now. Um, and with COVID, you know, things are harder, tougher for people. So, you know, when I say, you know, your credit health, and mental wealth, I'm really asking the question, what does your credit look like, number one? You know, do you know what that looks like? Where do you stand as far as your credit score and having access to the things you need and even, you know, just want? 
You know, there's nothing wrong with wanting things and wanting better things for yourself. So, um, you know, and do you have the knowledge um, that it takes, uh, the tools to empower you to combat the, the issue of bad credit um, and financial devastation um, and to retrain your way of thinking? you know, as far as how you handle your finances. So, you know, the term wealth, there are three, three definitions that I have for the term wealth. So number one, you know, it's an abundance of valuable possessions and money. We know that. Um, number two is a state of being rich, as we call it, material, you know, property. But the third is my favorite. So this applies to your credit uh, or your mental wealth you know, your, your credit, health, and mental wealth. So um, this is the third definition for wealth. So plentiful supplies of a particular resource. So when I saw that, I thought, boom, there it is. You know, plentiful. We, it, you know, when we go through the issue of a bad credit, so many things come along with that, you know, anxiety. Fear, fear is something that I dealt with because um, I'm a product of product myself. So fear is something I dealt with, embarrassment, you know, humiliation when you're going through and you may be losing things, things are being taken away from you. So when you don't have the things to empower you to say, okay, you know, I can get out of this because it causes you to lose sleep. You know, there are a lot of conditions that come with that depression, um, loss of sleep, loss of appetite, migraine, stomach ache, a lot comes with that. So we need the tools to help us to be able to um, kind of dig ourselves out of that, you know, and know that there's help out there. There are, there are laws that we have um, the right, you know, to um, dispute our bad credit. So those are some of the things I'd like to, you know, talk about, um, you know, how we can combat that and some of the effects of the of bad credit also. I like that. I, I like what you shared, the way you shared it. The topic itself has a ring to it, right? And it means so much more knowing that it has such great value to it as well. I was looking at your bio and something that stood out to me is where you said that financial literacy is not taught in schools. And my experience has been that it's also not taught in the homes. And if it is, it's not enough. It's not up to a capacity where there's a full understanding of how money works or how credit yes. works, you know? And so I appreciate the services that you offer, the services that you advertise, because it does, there is that connection between um, mental health symptoms, the stressors, the strain, the headaches, and all of those different types of feelings cycle around and create additional stress. <laughs> yes, yes. You, know, you yes. get to the point to where you struggle to understand even if a service is made available to you. So that it, it's awesome that you have um, 
gotten more involved as far as educating, as far as financial literacy, because it is, it's needed, it's well needed. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, we aren't taught um, financial education in school. Most of us learn it from our environment, you know, and, or we learn by trial and error. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the wonderful thing I love about um, what we offer, uh, the services that are offered is something we call YFL Mint. So it's actually youth financial literacy. And it's an online tool that parents can use for their kids to um, learn about finances. And I just love it. Uh, even my son, he was asked a question in one of his classes, you know, if you guys had a topic to talk about, uh, I think it was um, uh, money, um, career or finances, he said finances because he knows the importance because yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very important that we know um you know and if you're getting you have limited or zero personal lines of credit zero or limited financing options you know you have a, for me um my i picked up bad habits just from my environment you know, growing up, um, my father worked at General Motors, you know, so he, he, he had a good living, um, but sometimes, you know, like you can get the stuff, but you're basically giving away money with high interest rates, right? So my idea when I, as you mentioned, I you know, things that I've done in the past. I was a hairstylist for years, made a lot, a lot of money. And so, but I had a bad credit. But at the time, you know, my thoughts were, okay, I have the money, you know, they'll just pay the extra. But I was literally giving money away. Money and many people are doing that. I mean, bad credit has no certain um, social you know, um, right. status or, you know, it, it reaches wealthy people, it reaches poor people, that credit affects everyone. So, you know, the thing is, you can, if you're giving them away money, that's money that can go into a college fund and those high interest, the extra money we're paying, large deposits, that's money that can, you know, go into a retirement fund or just savings or just the, you know, normal things that we need, daily needs, small things like groceries, gas, things that single moms and families, but single moms like me, you know, those are little things that we worry about. Those are simple things. So, you know, the money that's being thrown out the window for high interest rates and things like that, it's, it, it affects us. So we have to educate. We need a wealth of education and um, a way to ease our minds as far as knowing where we can go, what we can do and be empowered by that to kind of crawl up out of that um, depression like I went through. Um, I literally, when I went through, I felt death, like death upon me. And I didn't want to get out of the bed. I felt hopeless. And you know, hopelessness is a bad spot to be in because then your resolution can be something much worse. 
um, you know, and that has been a resolution for many people, suicidal thoughts and things like that, because they cannot figure a way out. So for me to be able to, uh, I've had clients that um, call me and have cried, you know, they bust, burst into tears knowing, you mean I can literally, you know, get out of this, there's really a way for me, and I get emotional about it, because I've been there and I know what that feels like. So for me to be able to offer that to them is a blessing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's like like you say, it's very important, like like money and, and, and a topic. And as you say, to get taught more in school because um it's not like as part of like maths, for example, where money is quite a lot um relevant and in maths you have lots of different things and I think yeah. money needs to be a top one um, out, out of anything in maths because I suppose you have algebra and stuff but uh, uh, algebra for example is something that most of us unless you're going to a job that is needed for that which is not much I don't think um, like complicated stuff where you get to yeah. algebra which money is more important than I think it's the most important thing in maths because it's, it's, it's your life, isn't it? Like life is around, yeah. evolved around money. And like, um, there's so many, it's very important because there's people that may not understand it, may get very confused um, about the, the usage of it. And um, some, some people who do understand it may like, it's a very addictive, isn't it? Like money uh, as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, um, Mason, if you, you think about how our lives revolve around it, money and your credit score. Like really, it can keep you from having housing, um, which it did for me um, as a single mom. I end up, um, my son and I living with my dad and brother because I couldn't get approved for, you know, just in a simple apartment. Um, so it can be make the difference in how you're living, where you're living, you know, yeah. if you're living, yeah. if you go dive deeper into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are in, a, you know, that's how it goes. And I do have some tips I'd love to share uh, whenever you guys um, would like me to. I have some great tips um, for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say that <clears throat> I, when you mentioned that one of the programs or one of the services is for your youth. That's huge because it definitely should start in your youth. I can remember and a little bit of my story around uh, financial, you know, health is my bad credit started in college, right? Newly graduated. I went to college straight out of high school. So at 18, 19, exploring the world on my own, <clears throat> and I probably had uh, my, my second, my third job, because high school, it was usually at fast food or something like that. So I thought I was doing something when I went to work at Sears, and I got to dress up every day. <laughs> but, you know, I can recall walking through the mall, and there was a stand where they would ask you to apply for a credit card, a mall card, or all of these other things. And when you applied, you got 
$5. You got a $5 gift card that you could spend in the food court. So as a college student, maybe between paychecks, <laughs> I was at that booth every couple of weeks, not realizing that every time I applied for this credit card, it was ruining my credit. I did all of that just so that I could eat every two weeks on my lunch break at work. And it took another student that wanted to apply for the first time to say, you, you know, don't, don't, don't keep doing that. You realize you're ruining your credit. And I did not realize that I had not been educated in that area. The only thing I had been taught was don't get a credit card. You're going to run it up and just buy things with cash. And, you know, so that is what, you know, whether I was fully educated on the best practices, what I was taught, that, that's as much education as I had as it related to applying for credit or the way, you know, what my worldview was around my credit score, my credit report. I didn't think about that. All I knew is yeah. oh, I'm a college student. I don't have yeah. that. And so the next step for me was getting a Discover card, $3,000 limit, knowing I did not make, <laughs> I didn't even make the money to make a solid payment beyond the interest, you know? So I, I can admit my credit, <laughs> I, I struggled as a young adult because, yeah. because of the lack of education there. Yes, and you are exactly right. Um, you know, it, it it's not taught, we don't know. So we just go out there and, and I think that the focus is more on getting the money, Yeah. but we're not taught how to manage the money. Right. And, right. and there's like a great divide in the middle. There's all this stuff in the middle. So a lot of the times we, you know, we graduate from college and, but in, you know, I remember my first credit card I, being, I was in college and it being a Mervyn's or uh, sorry, a department store card. Okay. And it was a, it was like $200 was my limit and I would just go buy two dollar earrings you know just little things just not knowing so there's a big gap in the middle we really don't know that you know I think I told the story one time about you know how we go to department stores and they say you know would you like to apply for a credit card you know you'll get so much off or you know and we do that because we want that discount and each time we do that our credit score is lowered a little bit more. But most of us don't think about that. At the time, we were thinking about the money. So we're thinking about, I'm going to save, get 15% off this purchase. So um, uh, it's just that we need the knowledge yeah. and we don't have the knowledge. So I love the fact that what I'm able to do is help people improve their credit score but also get financially educated so that we can change our way of thinking because it starts in the mind. Yeah. So we're not thinking things out. Even, um, you know, myself, I've learned through this to, to stop and think, you know, stop and think about 
the ramifications of just getting this or getting that or you know what that can do to my credit score so it it changes your mind from um it gives you a certain awareness and um that's what it does so i i would tell you that um that is a part of how your credit score is calculated you know applying for things you know all all of your inquiries all of that that's a part of the whole piece so um that's my thing i love educating and i love helping people now i i will tell you that um well, do you want to hear some tips or do, do you want to hear how that is calculated? Absolutely. Yeah, yes. cool. Okay, so I will tell you um, how your credit score is actually formulated. 35% of it is your payment history. Um, so, you know, on-time payments versus delinquent payments. And the note is that it's the last 24 months is the most important of how you've been making those payments. 30% um, is capacity and amount owed. So the percentage of your credit limits available. So, you know, you'll hear people say, do not um, use more than 30% of your credit available because if you do, it will drop your credit score. So it's almost like we have to um, become, and I feel, let me just say this, let me slow down. Because I love that you guys are asking the question of how it affects your mental health, right? Yeah. So if you're focused on working on it, then the other stuff kind of goes away. The worry, the stress, the oh my God, that kind of goes away because you're busy working you know, working towards building something better. And you're able to look and see, oh my gosh, this is, I did that and that's working. So you start to feel better as time goes on. Yeah. You start to feel better and feel like I'm coming up out of this. Oh my goodness. So to me, it, it is so important that people uh, pay attention to that piece of how it's affecting them. Um, so, and then 30, let me move on. So 15% is the length of credit. So that is how long have you had your accounts? 10% um, is new credit inquiries. So what we were just talking about. So that is 10%. That's a pretty good piece of your credit score. Um, and uh, that is the number of inquiries and new accounts open, but in the last 12 to 18 months. So you want to pay it pay attention to that. Um, and then the type of credit, um, types of credit. So 10% of the types of credit, installment loans versus revolving. So that's how it works. It's so important that we know these things. And honestly, I didn't know the importance of it until I got older and I was hit with this, you know, after my divorce, I was left with everything and the weight was so heavy i didn't know how to handle it and i didn't have the tools to help me handle it um so my tool was just stay in bed head covered up you know and just accept it i thought that would just be my life i would just have to accept things as they were but not so 
Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I also have, um, you know, a lot of us, we don't know, you know, to know where you're going, you have to know where you're at, right? That's right. So we also have to figure out where we're at. What is our credit score? What's a good credit score? What's a bad credit score? Um, and kind of how long is it going to take me to climb out of this? Um, I will say another thing that comes with it is guilt, right? Because when you go apply for stuff, um, my one of my experiences was going to try to get a car and the salesman made me feel so guilty about, you know, how did you get in this shape? You know, how did you let your score get like this? And I'm sitting there about to cry, guys. So when I say humiliating, it's humiliating. And it stuck with me, you know, like it's, it, 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 it hurt me deep inside. Um, so, you know, that is, that is where it leaves you. Um, in that spot. But the wonderful thing is we have tools. We have a way. We just need to be educated and supply our minds full of, you know, um, things to empower us, like I said, to climb out of it. So what you guys, I have a lot of things that I could say. I'm trying to keep some of those things um, for the wonderful conference that's coming up. So <laughs> I'm kind of, you know. I got you. So I do want to say this. And as a mental health professional, when I offer tools, strategies, and techniques, the goal is to help minimize any level of panic, any level of stress. And as you said, it could look like guilt. It could look like shame. It could, you know, we ask the questions all the time. Are you feeling hopeless? Are you feeling helpless? And the responses to that, oh my goodness, it can, it can be across the full spectrum, you know. But when people become educated and when they acknowledge that, hey, I have a problem, when they actually confess and say, this is exactly what it is, or this is what I believe it is, or this is what presents as the main problem, that's when they're able to get that help and be able to implement ways to cope and strategies and techniques and that education. And it's empowering, you know, it, it, it is so empowering. So, and, and that is a great example, Sherry, that you gave of how they both connect there's a stressor, there's a strain, there's that, ooh, that guilt and shame that comes along with not having met um, a certain credit score or not having been taught or being, un, you know, being caught unaware, you know? <laughs> so it, it, it can, it can be very stressful. So once, once you receive services, like what Sherry is offering, what she's talking about, and I love your business name, weekly, Financial, right? Weekly yes. financial. It makes you it, it that that just places something right in your mindset. But being able to gain education, gain more awareness, that's what's going to minimize that panic and that stress 
that surrounds your credit and your finances. This is awesome, great information. Thank you so much. And I, you know, I will tell you, um, you know, like I said, wealth is material things, it's money, it's having those things, but it's also having access to what can help you. It's also having an abundance of knowledge. It's having plentiful supplies of a particular resource. So this is that resource. And, um, you know, we're able, I'll tell you the, you know, people, all the things that cause you to be mentally stressed, we can remove from the credit. So, you know, student loans, evictions, um, which can haunt you for a long time. You know, that can just, the time that it's supposed to fall off your credit, it can just still stay on your credit as a judgment, right? Mm -hmm. So you need more help to really get that off of your, you know, credit report. So, um, but those are the things that make you lose sleep at night, child support. Uh, repossessions, charge-offs, late payments. Um, so we're able to offer, you know, the tools. When I mention the tools, I'm saying like we're able to give people an answer. So, I, well, I, I want to improve my credit score. I don't know what to do. You know, I don't know how to how to get this off of me. This this thing that's sitting on me. These people that's calling me. That's another thing. You know, when people are constantly calling your phone and we, most of us don't even know we have a right to say you cannot call me after a certain period of time after a certain time at night it's illegal but we need to be empowered to know that um you know take your i will say taking your power back from the fear taking your power back from the embarrassment from the humiliation, from the sleepless nights, from the tears, from the heartache, taking your power back by using tools that are available is just so empowering. It's the best thing that could ever happen to a person. And uh, I've seen it um, bless people and help people to be able to completely change their lives and change the way that they're moving forward. Um, and heal from all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it's it's really good that you 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 do it and like um like so you're passionate about as well because um and and you want to do it like because as you said as as we talked about that um not not um not a lot done is in like education and and learning about it which it should be um like it'd be nice if they maybe had a just a class about about money like. Like I think everyone is taught about it though in schools and in colleges, but not as much maybe as we be it would be good for. Um right. because because money, like as we said, is life, isn't it? And um yeah. it is hard to learn. Um even I still I, I still find it hard to, to learn about it, like the process, um and stuff like that. So yeah, it, it's good that you do it and you and you're and you're helping people with that awareness as well because um and and you're happy to speak openly about what you do yes 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 and um the the things that are needed like we offer like 
um, credit um, credit monitoring budgeting tools, um, you know, your uh, network, because most of us think you have to be wealthy to have a network. We all have one. You know, it's what are your assets? What do you have? That is your net worth. So the the way of thinking starts to change because when you think, oh, I have a net worth, you feel some type of way. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so your mindset starts to change. Um, you know, we are talking about the full picture of uh, transitioning, right? From one place to the next. And it might be tiny steps, you know, for me, it took me years to destroy my credit <laughs> and it, it has taken a long time to get it where it should be. Um, but um, once I've got the tools to help me know how to do it the right way um, versus just paying off something and thinking, okay, now that's gonna, that's just not always how it works. So once I gain the knowledge and knowing how it actually works, um, it's allowed me, even me, um, Mason, it, it is, it's, a, it's just something that has to change with you and you still have to reprogram your mind and on a daily basis, weekly basis, because we deal with money and finance every single day of our lives, right? Even we don't think of it that way, but we do every day. So it's just a thing that you have to be reminded of and um, use the tools we have to to make it work. And, and also platforms like this that are making people aware because for years, when you think about mental health, you never include credit or finances in it. Mm, so necessary. This, yeah. I mean, what you guys are doing, it is just a mind blowing like blessing because it's never, I've never heard it included in mental health. Mm. So this platform that you guys are using is very powerful. And I'm just so looking forward to seeing where it's going to go and where it's going and where, because no one has, you know, I think, I think when it has been looked at, it's too late. By then someone has decided to, I hate to, I, I, it's close and dear to my heart because I have, I know someone who ended their life because of the pressure yeah. of not being able to restore themselves in life because of finances mm-hmm. and the mental health of this person he just, you know, like I said, when you become hope, hopeless, yes. then that solution for you is I'll just, you know what? And then that'll, I won't, there'll be no more trouble for anybody, me, you know, so I thank you guys for this Um, yeah I I think it is is, it's like important but like like, as you said that I don't like it's not that's not recognized during that like with mental health and I agree because um it's not is it like like the the mental um, side of things with with money and um 
like having a, a job to do with money as well because it is it is very um it's very hard i'd say it, it is it's quite hard like to deal with it and like well, like as you say uh like it, it's, it's it's really upsetting to hear like like a friend of yours yeah. that um had to end their life because of it and yeah, yeah and yeah. and here is why we're here today and, like um when andrew said to me that um you're that's your job and you talk about yeah. um and you and that's your job that, that's your job with money um and yeah I think I thought I thought it was it was really good to like have you on today um Sherry because I feel it's very important to people to know about it more and it, like, like we say it needs to change it's being more education not just what you do it needs to it needs to grow more to, to different schools, have a own little class about it because um, what one like in school having lessons about it, you just forget, don't you? Like as like a teenager or, or a person in school, you're you're not going to focus on it, and you'll think um, the probably mind in your head is that uh, I can't wait to get home. <laughs> because... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's all you're thinking about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I yeah definitely stressors you know and, and Deb, i'm also sorry to hear about your friend because that option is permanent whereas there is there's another way there's another way you know that and that's what is so important and you know i think about one mindset and I don't know if either of you have ever taken a karate class, but they say certain things to help you focus your mind. And then they say, focus your body. So it requires a mindset shift and it also requires a behavior shift as yes. it relates to mental health. Yeah, changing those habits. And again, that partners with that financial piece. So if if anyone is ever feeling hopeless and helpless, you're, you're not alone because money is, is one of those. If I had to number on a scale of one to 10 reasons why people come for mental health counseling, you know, it's not always decision-making as far as, um, yeah, it, it could be anything, but money and finances and stability and livelihood would be at the top of that scale. Yes. So, and, and that it's it's very important. It's you don't have to look towards a permanent solution for something yes. temporary. It's going to take some time. It's going to take that yes. mindset shift. It's going to take that body shift, that behavior shift. Yes. And somebody said <laughs> I was listening into um, another discussion and they said we have to consider it the full set <laughs> yes you know yes. It, look, yeah. you, you got your mindset and then you yeah. got the full set we, we yes. got to get this full set ready yes so, yeah this is huge it's very important and mason you probably see me shaking my head and that's because i have learned a lot of this the hard way <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all though? Yes, I have we all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And honestly, yes. And I and honestly, like that person, um, this is before I was a uh a consultant. And I think now, God, if I if I was able to help then. And so it is it, I feel like I 
I have a duty, I have a job to expose and help as many people as I can to, to be educated about these things. Um, you know, and um, even, and I know time is winding up, but like as far as well-being, people need an extra income. I'm also able to um, bring people into the business so that they can make have the gap. There are single moms who need a second job or even just people who need the second job, but they, they can't be away from their, their kids and clock in. So the stress of that, you know, I, I need some money, but I can't, I can't pay a babysitter to go out and get a second job and clock in. I'm able to really bring them into this so that they can do what I do, train them well. They can do what I do and, and add to their income at the same time. And, you know, but they have to, their main goal has to be before I bring them on my team to serve with clean hands and a pure heart. And that is, <laughs> yeah. that's what's most important to me. Yeah, yeah I completely agree. And um, well, well, one thing I thought of with money when um, like, um, I learned that like, it, it was something we was gonna be talking about today and the main topic we was gonna be talking about today. I ultimately went to, um, because money is not as serious to everyone in the world, um, uh, and it should be. Um, right. Because, um, like for, for footballers, for example, who who get paid as much a week as some people like like uh, would take like a year or like years to earn that, and they only and they only earn that in a week, and like. I suppose they just splash their money about that, that they might do it to charity sometimes but um as in a way it's not I suppose it's not as fair to, to other people um that are just have their job and maybe because they're not as like famous or they don't do that kind of stuff I, I just feel like um then kind of people um don't have to worry about money as much as others yeah 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 it's true. Um, and honestly, even if they need it, you know, they, they need to know how to handle their money. Yeah. Um, and you guys also, one thing that um, we noticed, even celebrities, so they pass away, there's no will, there's no trust, there's no power of attorney. And you're thinking these people have money. Why don't they? So that is another. That's another piece of one of the services we offer um, in the in the cluster of services that come along with the credit repair. Because think about that. Think about if the strain of knowing if you if you pass away and you have like a, a child, where will they go? Some of your assets may even you know end up in and tied up and you know so it, that is huge money finances it is huge and so you guys are making uh, allowing me to share is um, opening up that that discussion about what needs to be done and um, moving forward 
you know, and I was thinking, gosh, if we just had that class in schools, like if we just had that financial education class offered, wouldn't that be great? Like that would change the whole pattern and the flow of where we're going, even as a nation. Um, this is personal, but it's also a, a community issue. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I know that there was, um, I can remember being offered in high school, ec economic finance and economics or either government and economics. Yes. And it was not even a full semester of a class. It was half and half. They split it. So it, <clears throat> excuse me, it appeared to be, it, it appeared to hold less significance than, of course, your you know, you're reading, you're writing, you know, Absolutely. all of that stuff. Yeah. So it, it just, there was not enough emphasis put on the money management where it was life application. We looked at it from maybe a government um, That's right. perspective. So, so tell, tell us, tell the viewers, tell the listeners how they can make contact with you and take advantage of some of these services you offer. Sure, absolutely. Okay, so you can, of course, call me. Um, I do not mind sharing my contact number. Is that okay? Yeah, to cool. share my yeah. Okay, so you can always call me um, 615-474-9336. Or you can go to my webpage. That's going to be www.ucespp.net forward slash uppercase S, uppercase A, L E X A N D E R. So it's www.ucespp.net forward slash S. Alexander 14. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a lot. The number 14 at the end. And I, I wish I had brought some to put it on the screen, but that is that is how you can go to um, my webpage and you're able to see all of the services that are offered. There is credit repair, but what we want to do is empower you. So there are 12 additional services along with your credit repair that you get to help you get on the right roadmap to uh, financial literacy. Yeah, yeah. well, um, to, to anyone who is listening and watching, uh, I, I would make sure you go and uh, find Sherry and uh, I'm sure she'll, she'll help you because she, she's, like, I think me and Angela have learned lots today um, from, uh, from, from Sherry, I know I, know, I, know I have. Um, but um, Sherry, just last off, uh, just to finish up, is there any more you would say or any more advice that you give to other people who's listening or watching? Um, I do want to tell you that this is important for you to know. Um, when it comes to your debt, I, I'm not, whether you go do it on your own and dispute, you have the right to dispute any derogatory, inaccurate, um, erogenous items on your credit. So anything that's left the original creditor and gone over and been sold to a third party, you can dispute that. It is illegal and the Fair Credit Act backs that up. So go ahead, empower yourself, take control. You can do it. Um, and that is it. 
thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. It's been it's been a really good chat. Um, well, uh, uh, Angela, is any anything um, you want to say to uh, like uh, anything else to you want to say? I do, I do. I want to specifically highlight May Mental Health Awareness Month, also Mental Health Awareness Week that's in there. Um, and Sherry <clears throat> will be one of the speakers. She'll be one of the presenters along with Mason. And it's the Jackson Impact that is hosting this event. And there will be presentations for wellness of all times. So we are excited, especially to have the United Kingdom connection and have Sherry Weekly back to give us more information about financial wellness. Yeah, well, I think that that that's gonna be interesting to hear more there at the conference and with some with some great people um, as well. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be fun. Um, but but yeah, like for me. Just to finish up, it, uh, it's been like really good talking to today, Sherry. Um, it's yes. been it's been like uh, I had a really fun night speaking to you. Um, I know. Um, well, I hope you I hope you've enjoyed yourself as well. <laughs> I have. It's been awesome. I mean, I I'm super excited. Um, and you guys are just so wonderful for caring and and sharing. And I'm I'm just now I'm really. <laughs> I'm ready to go. So yeah. I'm super pumped. So I, I, I just want to thank you guys so much. Um, like I say, your platform is so important. Mental health is so important, not in just my area, but in every topic, full circle is so important for our daily living. So thank you so much. Thank you. Like uh, well, uh, for everyone listening, um, it's been uh, this has been a really good episode of mental health awakening um and we'll we'll, we'll see you at, at, on the next episode uh well <laughs> thank you everyone it's been really great